y'all. Yo, what's good? I'm check check. Happy as fuck that we're right. back here right now. Whoa, yeah, it's 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 a marathon week. But if you are hearing this, you might be running the marathon. Legit. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. They might legit be like on Mal. However, one man. right one. now. They might be at the start line. Honestly, they might have waited to put us on at like mile 15. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like if you on mile one, if you just going under the bridge and here's my, my beautiful three year old. August, come over here. If if you're like just now running under the bridge, turn us off. Enjoy the first few miles. Let people cheer for you. Yeah. Soak in all of the energy and and also slow the fuck down. You're going way too fast right now. Yeah, okay? slower is better. 25 other miles that we need to run. Okay, yeah. so let's relax. But or you could be listening to this and you already finished the marathon and you're a few days Past the marathon because you chose to not put any air but AirPods into your ears or do any media listening on your on during your marathon because I know I I was just talking to the cohort today about how I didn't I chose specifically not to put my AirPods in right now see we're at the incubator and um, August is being guided by our guest and set up very nicely. You yes. know what I mean? Because, you know, we we are people and we also are podcasters and Ian is a very wonderful parent. And some days August comes into the studio and by studio, I mean... The Bronzeville Incubator. I mean, <laughs> you we know, might as well open shot space. it out. <laughs> right. And so we're here now. But either way, if you're on a run and you're listening to this, like, take it easy. You've made it this far. You're doing great. I love that. I'm loving that energy. And we're going to continue in the spirit of marathon by making our recap. Uh, honestly, like my week was good, mm-hmm. but like I kind of just only want to talk about what happened yesterday. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yesterday was the marathon pregame. And actually today I I was I went on my run. I went on a recovery run and I listened to our podcast and I was like, wow. You know, I it was really <laughs> that we talked about the marathon pregame a lot. So here we go again. <laughs> right. We, now we're on the other end of it. I would love your thoughts before I give my thoughts. But I also have I feel like I have weekly updates, too. You do? So, I mean, yeah. I, I, OK, so then my, I'll go first now because my weekly updates are really short because um, it just uh, the, everything just it was a really slow week at the store. And that's kind of what I was just focused on is getting prepared. For the marathon, I think, what, the last time I talked to y'all was, like, after the 11th hour of spending time at Courtney and Matthew's house. Yeah. And stuff like that. But, like, yeah. For me, it was just some really smooth week, mad chill, just getting ready for the pregame event, and then um, actually having the pregame event, which was, like, for me, the highlight of this entire month because it was, like, Everybody kept talking about, oh, like, Ian, like, you really in your bag. Like, you really doing what you supposed to be doing. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I do like being the center of attention. I do like making everybody laugh. I don't hear no lie. <laughs> right, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I never really pictured myself being on stage. I was a rapper for a short period of time. Really short period of time. And that was because I was a manager before that. And I think I had some really good artists that just didn't know how to be successful. And so I just wanted to know that what I was doing was right. 
And so, like, I, I'm going to be a rapper. I had a couple shows. That was fun. But it was, like, nothing for me. Mm-hmm. So being on stage yesterday and people telling me I look comfortable and I was in my bag, like, it was just, it was a really weird place to be, but it felt so good. Yeah, I really feel like I was in my bag, too. Like, I didn't feel, it was an event where I put so much work into it beforehand and it stressed me out so much but I also was very excited and exhilarated by the process of like curating it that by the time the day came I was like it's what's done is done I've done the work now it just has to unfold because I physically didn't have to do anything other than Mm -hmm. like it like be on stage and that part to me like talking to you is super easy for me like it's I think we have just a natural you know vibe that it, it just are it just makes it all all flow. Yeah. So I really enjoyed the pregame as well. I really feel like I, I kind of wish I got more content personally, but I know that there's going to be like content that Same. comes out of it. That's fine. Um, but like I looking back and seeing like people post about actually being in like the hot tub in the cold tub. I was like, Oh my God, I'm glad that everyone really like got in and experienced that and did the boots. And then like also enjoyed all of the vendors, like, you know, shouts out to our sponsors, um, Don Julio, Kettle One, and fucking Seedlet. The Don Julio was uh, gone quickly. Tequila and champagne. Like, it was like the tequila the was levels. at the top of the recipe list, and champagne was at the bottom. I wish I knew it was in the middle so lemon. I can have these ingredients lemon. at home. It's a lemonada. So it was just lemonade, champagne. I feel like it was like five things on that list. I mean, maybe more. And yeah, like mint on top I, or I, I need to be able to recreate this drink. You better so look up lemonade. come over to the house, I'll be like, oh, you know, I'll, make you, I'll make you my signature real quick. Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Just relax. I got you. Yeah. And like, shout out to Jorge because he he's a runner in the community, local legend. He's uh, he's the creator of Grocery Run Club. Shout out to him. But he's, he's the plug for Diageo, which has all of these... Um, brands underneath it so like they came out they served we assumed people would not want to drink as much but those cocktails were gone yeah i mean sea lip sea lip was non-alcoholic kettle one was there obviously too but like everyone loves don julio yeah yeah no julio showed up i appreciate you julio i mean you you made that event go really are you talking about jorge are you talking about don julio talking about don julio (laughs) (laughs) because i'm like the way you're talking about it you're making it seem like it's a person so i just wanted to make some clarity showed up and did the job like i appreciate it but uh honestly like but for real like the way you were saying like i think i don't I wouldn't have been as comfortable on stage if I wasn't up there with you. Yeah. Hands down. Mm, Hands down. Same friend. Like, I just really feel like we are a duo and it makes it that much easier because, like, we lean on each other to keep it going. And, like, we made it. We really made that whole event, like, fun for everybody. And it was fun for us, too. Legit, legit. Um, Uh, I really tried to lean in on my man's carry, though, a little bit. Yeah, well, you know how he came out. He's talking about, I'm going to stand. I'm like, of course you're going to stand because he's that type of guy. Like, that nigga doesn't want to be sitting no way. Like, he, Nothing. you know what I mean? Like, he can't, he, like, it's just funny because it's like, he he changed the dynamic for sure of the yeah. interview by standing. Like, you know, that creates a, a different sense of like, it was, who's it, leading. But like, at the end of the day, we still led. And we made sure that we had to say what we had to say. That's interesting because I, I, you know, the, the what I got from that was like it kept the energy really live. It like does really keep high. the energy really it kept, high. Yeah, it was it yeah. was really intense, especially since he monologued like a lot of his answers. Because that's how which he, was he, that's how he. I knew that was what was going to happen. I knew he, we were going to be able to say very little, 
and that he would make sure to say what he had to say. And then I got Coach Robin over to the side of the stage looking like an umpire throwing up fingers at she me. She said, like, five minutes. <laughs> Three minutes. Like it was, it and was, then even Carrie is just like, she told Carrie too to let him know because we everyone knows he's long-winded, but just that's that's how he's good at what he does. He, he comes through. He showed up for a specific yeah. reason. He came to do what he needed to do. I was like, what's your fondest moment? And he and he it was not a moment. It, it was, was moment. It was a memoir. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was several several different things that he said. But that's okay. Like on and honestly, the the highlight of having the um like the elite athletes like that went way better than I thought it would go. Like I already knew it would be good, but like the fact that one we had a forty. 84 inch TV and they were up there and like they popped I in. They made those. You know what I mean? And I saw Nike, they popped in on it. I just looked at my email and uh, Nikki from Nike, I read the first sentence of her email and it was just like, it was so fun to just kind of crash the Zoom call. And I was like, okay, I had a feeling it was somebody that oh, we knew. So I was wondering when I saw the Nike Chicago. Yeah, but you know, they're not going to just let somebody just pop up from, well, their, you know, from the you elite know, team. They they got a reason. They need to know. They had to see they the situation. They needed to know how we was able to handle ourselves with such esteemed guests. Right. You feel me? Exactly. And you know, so, I think we handled it well. We it did. It was really nice. We Sarah, did. Diane, and I, and I felt bad because I kept calling her Kiara. I could not remove it's myself. Kiara. I know. And that was the problem. Like, I kept hearing Kiara, Kiara. I mean, And it's in the my same mind, shit. my brain, I my know. 87th Street brain was like, Kiara. I mean, that's what I called her too. You called it, but y'all kept saying Kiara. I just, I was trying to blend it all together because I didn't know how to say her name. Yeah, she was Kiara that entire yeah. time. And she just smiled. She ain't saying nothing. Mm-hmm. So I hope that so, was her name. She was so much fun. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. And I honestly, at this point, like, I'll I'll pop in a couple of my highlights throughout the conversation. But I would love to just get on to our special guest today. It. We are not alone in the studio. And we're very excited to welcome in... Uh, Oh, Stasi, what's good? Stasi, Stasi. Anastasia, I, she's she's on the the Gumbo Fit cohort. You know, we wanted to have her on because she's got like she just has like a really compelling like like presence, and you know, she's really just like I don't know. She's a shining it. star. Okay. She sticks uh-huh. out. Thank you. You know what I mean? What? Come on, come on, Stasi. Do you like it? Like do you, like because I call you Anastasia. Yeah, I call people by their full names, and I always yeah. have been that way. It is Anastasia. People call me Stasi from my Instagram, so because it's that's, that's Stasi. Uh huh. And then Picasso calls me Fantasia. So <laughs> facts. That's interesting. But yeah, Anastasia Stasi. That's me. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah. Thanks for coming through. Thank you for having me. How how has been your week? What's give us a couple highlights? <sighs> okay, this week. Running, non running, don't even matter. Yeah. So today was a highlight. Um, I did my um recovery run and I did it at like 850 pace which for me that's like stupid fast so I felt good about that I felt strong can we pause um, that for a second you say recovery and then you said fast I did but all it, in one sentence you know what it that's not a recovery sis <laughs> that's know, not a recovery but it just felt good it felt right and you say listen to your body so that's what I was you doing. was feeling good but you yes. was feeling good I get it um yeah, the pregame was also dope. I wanted to jump in when y'all were talking about that because y'all are a great duo. And Ian asked some good-ass questions to the commissioner. And you, y'all, this is very casual, right? This yeah, is yeah. very, okay, yeah, yeah, you yeah. call him. 
Mm-hmm. A nigga, and I was like, "That's a white <laughs> nah, I, I mean, good. everyone's a nigga to me. It's people. Okay, great. It's like a you know what I'm talking about when I say it. Okay, great. And if you don't, then I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, great. So <laughs> you asked him a really good question about the course, and if it was coming down to the South Side, and he, you know, he, how are we going to get it to Fifty Third Street? He, yeah, he gave a question. really, 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 really experienced answer. Yeah. It really did. Did it satisfy you in terms of what you well, asked? I, I knew we was there for so mm-hmm. I didn't want to like press him. I'm hoping yeah. we're going to have him on the podcast at some point. Okay. But like, it, I my, my my only pushback that I gave him because he was trying to talk about, you know, uh, have like the audience kind of, not the audience, but yeah, the spectators have an ability to ride the train and follow their runners around town. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. So I, that, and that's what my pushback was. The, like, oh yeah, I would love the Metra. To, right. Yeah, I would love to see uh spec, Bank of America Marathon spectators on the green line that yes. runs right along King Drive. Oh yeah. So that was my pushback and I know I had to move on and got whatnot. You, got you. But okay. I thought it was a great question though. It, I appreciate that. Yeah. But yeah, no, nah, they need to know. Big energy. Yeah, I mean we we prepped questions before every Thing, and then we mm-hmm. just kind of like asked them back and like we kind of felt who would at the point like okay maybe you ask question I'll ask question so mm-hmm. it's like these are questions that we both came up with prior to the interviews and we didn't even get through all of them obviously because again like Carrie is very he's got a presence and that that's just who he is he has his own he radio and show should. and he should have his own presence I mean he represents like one of the he's biggest a he's a, the executive director of one of the biggest events in the in Chicago mm, so yeah. that's like and then he created yeah. the Abbott World Majors like he like like all the in any energy that he had on that stage was completely um Valid and mm-hmm. stuff like that. He mm-hmm. was just on the stage with me and Courtney, yeah. so it wasn't like it's you weren't you yeah. just gonna say you weren't <laughs> gonna give us no like mediocre yeah. like yeah. soundbite about coming south. Like no, like I, I, you know, he 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 checked us. I and checked I said them. this right. on the, in the last episode too, where it's like it. I've not we like we not only have asked the Bank of America like about coming down to at least fifty third or even fifty first Street. Like I've asked other people that are also in higher positions there as well. And then mm-hmm. they'll say like, oh, we need community buy-in to come down there. Or we need, you know, like, because it's like the alderman needs to agree and all this other stuff. And there's like, obviously the, the, the like the politics to it. But like, to, to again, it's also like very safe answers because it's like, if they have to go down that way, that's five miles from the South side. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like, if, as far as they go is what, a 43rd street? Not as far as they go, it's 35th. Oh, yeah, because we're going to be at 35th in Indiana. So, like, that's an additional 15 miles or 15 blocks. And, like, that would probably take them away from some of their northern parts. And, like, and and Lakeview and Uptown, that's where, like, uh, you'll get, like, a drag um, show and, like, all this other stuff. They get super hype over there. A what show? A drag show. Like oh. the drag queens come out. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah. When you get into Boys Town, yeah. it's crazy. It's, it's yeah. Like, you get okay. like, it's going to be a whole, That's there's a whole thing. Great. Yeah. Okay. So like, so then it's like there. So I think it also has to do with like some of these neighborhoods who are used to having it around every year. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, if it's like, oh, we're just going to move it 15 blocks south. It's like, but Got I still it. think that they could figure that shit out because the, the last few miles of the, of the marathon are dry. Yeah, or it doesn't have to end downtown. Like, can it just end more? But that was one of the points that he made was like, we we like having it end where it starts. Yeah. Which I 
honestly do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- this, this. Grant Park is like the perfect. It is. One location. of the places that I feel like they could take away from is around the United Center. I get it. It's a cute little tourist attraction situation. I don't care. But, you know, like it, it, it's, it's not necessary because there's really no homes over there. Nothing. There's no, that's not a neighborhood where the route goes through yeah. over there. It stays on the main street, passes Whitney Young, the police academy. And the United Center and stuff. So maybe the West End of it could mm. be, it could it'd be where you take some miles away. It don't have to be all on the North End of it and right. whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like, the, the, this just also showed me that none of them been to the Bud Billiken Parade because mm. King Drive be lit yes. at the Bud Billiken Parade. Either, you know what I'm saying? Like, all of the runners would get hella hungry though because yeah. they wouldn't be passing out oranges and bananas mm-hmm. on King Drive. It'd probably be like polar sausages and. <laughs> All type of stuff. Just people. They ain't got I, bananas down it. What you mean? <laughs> not like moms be grilling at the bus. And then when on you King Drive, uh, and when, in front of the cribs, in front of the brownstone. Well, and then when you, uh, yeah, it would be a different experience if like, but like they move the the selling knockoff the merch. course slightly like every year. They uh, change yes, it yes, just a I little do, bit, so I it's like that. it's it's not impossible. And they might just start doing it slowly but surely, and who knows? It could be like five years, and then all of a sudden it's down Fifty Third Street, mm-hmm. but like. They, it's weird. It's weird. And, and, but then also, yeah, you get a different experience. Like, cause when you go through uh, Pilsen, you got people handing you out food there's and it's so like, yeah, there's so much love in Pilsen. Like random strangers or people yes, sanctioned by the, oh. No, random nah. play people talking about, do you want this? People the beer, food, all that, yeah. Like, My yeah. first year, Barbecue my chicken. first year. You were running and eating strangers food. It, it, I mean, we, I don't think it would be that popular right now. We're talking 2019. Okay, you're right. It's a different time. Yeah. I mean, but don't, still. Don't, but still. don't knock it. Because, like, listen, wow. like, I remember yeah. my first year when I, I had a banana, right? Yeah. And it's my first year. I didn't know what to expect. My dexterity was gone. And, like, they, oh. I think they thought chopping the banana in half would make it easier to open. But it don't because I don't have a little thing at the top. Yeah, you got to, like, they give you, at the end of the marathon, they give you, like, a quarter that's this big that's but, like, chopped this, on either side. This was, like, in Pilsen, though. Yeah. And oh, stuff right. like that. I just grabbed a banana. Your hands were not working while you were It was in not working, that right? That's wild. So what I did was I had to full front of this banana. I had to, like, just go in with my teeth. Oh, my rip God. Rip off the, like, peel. Yeah. And then just, like. You know, I'll take a eat. banana, but I thought you said chicken. Didn't you just say it to my No, I'm saying chicken? if they was on the south side, they uh, would be fed chicken. No, but like, honestly, <laughs> I didn't say chicken. Oh. I said chicken and Pilsen. I'm not, look. Okay, so I knew somebody I'm said chicken. Like, but I was saying chicken. like, people were barbecuing and trying to hand me like barbecued food what? when That's I was wild. running like Jamaican food. <laughs> Are you I was serious? Yes, I'm dead ass. Like, like, I've never seen Like, people that. were like, exactly. literally asking me if I was hungry. Yeah. Of course I am. Yeah, but also but I'm not eating I'm your food. Running. I know, I okay, kept so going. But if you what? don't really care that much, you could chill. Candace oh. took an hour off of her marathon in 2019. PR'd crazy. But she stopped and said hello to her friends and hugged them and had pictures afterwards. I said, what? Yes. Yeah, like it, like in the middle of a race, she did that. And then mm. still PR'd by an hour. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Candace is, she'll be in. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. But legit, you gonna you gonna eat a you gonna eat a random banana, a random one. I'm cool. I mean, you're that. you're I, gonna I no get problem. the regular bananas. It, it, it was the cook food. Yes. Okay. Like from strangers. Okay, but no. Shit, just um, give me a wet wipe. Let's go. Yeah, the the salt will be real on my face. <laughs> I do know that. Yeah, I know, and I know a lot of people stop at their McDonald's and Pilsen. 
during the marathon. Yeah, I mean, because like, not everybody funny. is focused on a time. But like, that will hurt your stomach. No, it won't. I run like running. Coca Cola is suggested for like ultra marathons because it's carbs, sugar, oh, and it's and it's caffeine. So I'm actually I don't run. With food in my stomach, like all of our long runs, I've done on an empty stomach. So for the marathon, I probably will have to eat something because you said. It's I mean, we're I saying at this, point. at this point. I mean, I wouldn't. I never suggest not eating food for a long run because that's just you know. But I will, I, yeah. but at this point, you can't change anything. So you're yeah. It just run. hurts my stomach. I tried. I tried yeah. one long run. I ate like a banana and like a piece of toast. Sometimes that's the problem is you shouldn't eat car like you shouldn't eat toast or like bagels, but it should be like overnight oats. Oh, yeah. but not too late. So, so you never, you never yeah, try, you never late. try like the new. You gotta switch like, it up because it's, it's the thing is, is if one thing doesn't work, then you say, okay, let me try something else. Mm. So I'll drink like I could never, I wouldn't eat a. Sometimes I'll take a spoonful of like peanut butter. Yeah, and then like, or I'll do overnight oats and add some dates in it. But then it's like the way I eat it is usually I'm like shoveling it in my mouth. But I'm not not actually hungry, so then I swig it down with some warm water. Mm-hmm. So it's like that. So that so during our training season, when we were telling you guys to try different things, mm-hmm. it's like you should be eating before you do your long run. But it's about figuring out what actually works for you. Because if it, you if you have a problem with something the first time, then it's like okay, let me try something else. But at this point, it's too late. You're gonna be out here hungry. Nope. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, that, but that's why. Unless that's, I wake up at like six a.m. or five a.m. And you gotta be there at seven. You, yeah, nah, baby. You waking up at like four. Yeah, because of anxiety or just because traffic. I'm actually staying downtown, so I'm thinking. Oh shit! As long as you can get there. I love it. I love it. You at least walk in three miles. Yes. So that'll be like my warm up. Yeah, you'll be walking three miles for the race, and don't take anything you gotta check, especially since you're downtown. Nope, I'm not. Take what you racing in. That's love. Yeah, I think that's smooth. How far is your spot from your corral? The hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a mile and a half. That's so legit. That's so smart. Yeah. I come from the south side every year. Oh my god! I didn't have any problems. I just got. I literally just got dropped off right in front. I didn't have Did any. There was no. I got an Uber and I got, and it was there was no traffic. Yeah, because it was early right. in the morning. I, I forget one oh. one year I took uh, I took the Green Line. Another year I took Uber. Yeah, um, the Uber dropped me off like right the there. Is perfect too, at least for me, getting right downtown. I don't want to. I don't want to worry about something that could be unreliable to get me somewhere on time. Is for something as important as a marathon. So I personally wouldn't take public transportation. I know the trains, like the the bus, the train. Like you don't think those are reliable? Yeah, on on especially on marathon day, like they coordinate all of that. That's great. Moving. Yeah, but I'm saying for me coming from Hyde Park, I can't take a train. I did prefer the train. So like, and I'm not gonna take. I don't want to take the six because we can take the metro. No. For me, for my own comfort, just like you don't want to eat any food, I'm not taking public transportation. (laughs) Okay. I'm I'm you I'm gonna get it. I'm actually I'm gonna pre order my Uber the night before. That's that motherfucker's coming anymore either. You know, know what I mean? Yeah. Like and I like I was good. That was actually the year you know I ran I mean? with y'all was the year I, I took the green line. And yeah. I, I actually I enjoyed the energy from the green line more than oh. the year before when I did the Uber and stuff like that. Like it was like cause you got so many races. So many people who's running a race, so many spectators on there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Early in the and morning. And they bibs, yeah. Mm. And stuff like that, like the it'd be lit on yeah. the, on the uh, public transportation headed to the marathon because there's so many people from all over the city on all the lines headed mm-hmm. that way. Yeah, that's cool. 
But, you know, to each his own, make sure you got your plan. Make sure everything is laid out the night before. You ain't got to make a whole lot of decisions. It's just wake on, slip in, get out the door, get to your corral and enjoy these mm-hmm. miles. Yeah. But I still need my outfit. You I still ordered. need your outfit. Yeah. So I'm surprised y'all ain't brought it up yet. But um, obviously I have to wear Nike and not another brand. So mm-hmm. I bought hella Nike stuff, but it didn't fit. No. So I still need to figure it out what I'm going to wear because... It can't be Adidas. That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Look, I only think I would say. What I would say to you is run in what you feel comfortable in. This is your race. Nike not paying you. You know what I'm saying? Say it again, but people in the back. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? So run in what you feel comfortable in. Okay. And it's your race. All right. We spoke to the Nike athletes yesterday. All right. They, I will be in what they're getting paid to wear. You wear what you feel comfortable in. Wear what you wore in your 20 mile run. You know what I'm saying? Like, what works for you? Because this is your race. Say less. 2,000%. Say less. But other than that, I mean, outside of running, like, what, I mean, of course, I personally met you in the cohort situation and whatnot. But I mean, you know, it's, it's so many people, you can kind of like look past a person a little bit. What really drew my personal attention to you was your cool ass COVID uh, content mm-hmm. on your um, on your page. I forget mm-hmm. the name of your the yeah. other Instagram page, but you got your personal, and then you got the other one that deals with like health and mm-hmm. science and all of that. Speak to me a little bit about that. Yeah, so it's the Black Public Health Professionals. Mm-hmm. I have my master's in public health, so I wanted to start an organization for Black people like me who just want to build a community of folks that are interested in healthcare. So. I create COVID videos because, right. as we know, it's rampant, it's everywhere, but also there's a lot of misinformation out there. A lot so, of it. Yeah, I wanted to create videos to share information and make it somewhat entertaining um, and just clown people that don't take it seriously, I think. How, what is the reaction that you've gotten from, like, when you started it versus now? Um, it's all been good. I've only had, like, a few negative comments about, like, this isn't real or... Um, like, you know, the vaccine was made too quickly. I've had pretty yeah. much all good stuff, but I'm not mad at like conversations about why people are scared or why they shouldn't trust the vaccines. Like I want to have those conversations in the comments, but um, it's growing slowly. Like it's, I'm at like 550 followers. I started this last year. Um, so it's a, it's a little baby, so it's growing, but I... Um, just want to, you know, build the platform for, you know, content like that. But also right. I'm creating a directory for people to find a black healthcare provider in Chicago. So mm. we know that your health outcomes improve if you see a doctor that looks like you. And yeah. so having um, this directory on our website where people can just easily search for like a dentist or a OBGYN um, to provide them healthcare, that's a black person. Uh, I think we'll just make it easier, user-friendly and stuff. So Yeah. So, like, I mean, also, when people say negative things, it just gives you another reason to make another video. Exactly. So, Absolutely. like, it's just, like, more content from that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I really enjoy, like, researching the facts. I learned so yeah. much. Like, recently, I posted about sickle cell disease. I didn't have a lot of information about it prior, yeah. but um, September was Sickle Cell Awareness Month, and I did so much research on... This disease, the number of people it impacts, like one out of every 13 Black people have sickle cell trait, which means you're like you're a carrier of sickle cell disease and mm-hmm. you don't really know it. 
Um, you probably will know if you have sickle cell disease because you're tested when you're a baby, but right. sickle cell trait, one in 13 people and have it. One in 13 black people have it. Um, and that's, yeah, and that's like, like HPV. Like, yeah. Everybody got that shit. Yeah. So like, what, why do did you find anything in your research about like why it's so prominent in the black yes, community? Yes, I did. So, um, Sickle cell researchers think that sickle cell is a protective factor for malaria. So people that can, that are that have ancestors in regions in Africa or um, Central South America, the Middle East, are more likely to have sickle cell disease because it protects you from having dying from malaria. And then the the weather doesn't change as much, I'm assuming, in those places or like what? Because it, isn't it the weather change that kind of like makes it flare the up? mosquitoes and all that for malaria? No, for sickle cell. Because um, I just know that when I was in school with people who had it, it seemed yeah, like really they would get sick when like the temperature would mm-hmm. change. That is true. Yes. Yeah. But I think that's a, like a side effect to have a sickle cell disease. But yeah. in terms of why black people have in general is because of. Uh, it's so, malaria. But it I'm just saying, like, it just seems like as far as malaria goes, mm-hmm. it, it must not. I wonder how it affects people within, like, the continent of Africa mm-hmm. if if they live in a place where it doesn't, the seasons don't change and it doesn't get as cold. So then mm-hmm. they, they're less affected by, sickle like, the, the, the disease of sickle mm-hmm. cell. And it's possible. I'm just wondering, like, how that, like, it doesn't seem like that's talked about as much mm. as versus it's talked about here so much because like we live in a in a place that has so many different climates Got where you. it seems as though like the cold weather makes Got it dif- more difficult to yes. live with. Yes, I think that is true. Yes, because yeah. yeah. yeah, because I mean it kind of sounds like it's a disease because people have it here, here mm. versus so it. It's like, kind of like the conversation the episode with Mike when I was talking about how. Uh, quote unquote high blood pressure, mm-hmm. but the ability to retain retain more water helps. Look that one up. Doing because he's key. Because I just I let him speak so sometimes. Our- <laughs> but hear this one out, and then maybe and then if it encourages you to do some research on this, I, I would love so that. What is it, blood so, pressure, water so, retention? So yeah, I know when people have high blood pressure, it deals with water retention. Am I right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Okay. So also, then, I just want to preface: I am not a doctor. Right. I am not a clinical professional. Oh yeah. So. Okay. So I'm not asking you as if. So yeah, I will have to I, do research. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, go ahead. So from what I know, from the people I know who have blood pressure, high blood pressure, they mm-hmm. take water pills because your body retains a lot of water. Gotcha. Yeah. That and stuff sense. like that. Yeah. Right. So what I'm saying for me, listening to what you're saying about sickle cell, yeah, uh, it was really there to protect people from malaria. Uh-huh. In this situation. Those of our ancestors who were part of the slave trade, um, being dehydrated, being packed in these boats and these hot things, if you had the propensity to retain more water, mm-hmm. you were more likely to survive that oh. trade. Whereas now, oh. that gene or that trait that would have helped you in those regions where we're really from, now is... because now we have plenty of water. We got plenty of water, crazy. enough food, process, all of these things. So... It's, it's, it's only a disease because of our environment, not necessarily because it's truly harmful I, to us. True. So I wonder if trickle cell kind of falls into that, a sickle cell kind of falls into that. It's possible, but of course, like, you're going to always have the disease. It's about having, like, the symptoms. That's what you're talking about. Like, you're, you can have sickle cell disease is something you just have. And then sometimes you will have pain crises where you'll, your body, your, I guess a friend of yours had pain in their body based on the weather getting colder. Um, so, so sickle cell can manifest in a, a, a benevolent way, benevolent way, or it can have some like really drastic effects on your body, exactly. regardless. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. 
exactly. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, all yeah. right. The more you know, I'm you know. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I so love it. I mean, just just for the just for those, because like listening right now, as far as COVID is concerned, is there anything that you feel that people should know from the research that you've been doing, like in this moment now? Mm. Um, I think I was very. So I still am very trusting of the um, vaccines. I think everyone should be getting them. Um, But I think I was almost too trusting in the sense of like, I am good to go. Like I was, I was traveling. I know y'all know because I wasn't at all the practices or whatever, (laughs) but I was traveling. I was doing my thing and I was like, I'm vaccinated. I'm a healthy individual. I wear my mask. I'm good to go. So when I was on one of my vacations, I actually got COVID and it Mm. was just like, this is crazy. Like, I know you can still get it because that is also a myth that once you're vaccinated, you can never get it. But I definitely felt like if I did get it, I wasn't going to feel any symptoms. I wasn't Mm. even going to know to get tested. But I felt every single symptom of having COVID. And I had a vaccine. And I did get my vaccine in December of 2020 because I, like, worked at a healthcare system. And so I was one of the first people to get it. So maybe I needed a booster. Um, But... Yeah, I got every single symptom. So all that to say, I think you should still get it, uh, but don't act like you are completely immune because that's not the point of the vaccine. The point of the vaccine is to make sure you are not hospitalized or die. And yeah. I definitely wasn't hospitalized. Obviously, I'm still here. So right, right. Um, it's like a condom. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Take it's them like with you. Condom. Have it, but also ask questions before you lay down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things can happen. <laughs> Welcome to the Runners Club podcast. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Courtney. That was Ian. What? Whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, but now nah, it's smooth. I love how like my my favorite post was just honestly the ingredients. Yeah, of what was yeah, in the yeah. Vaccine. You like that? Uh huh. It was because it was like mad simple. I feel like mm-hmm. I had half of that shit in my cabinet. Yes, you do. You know, so it was it was really cool and sharing that with some of the people I knew and sharing that with some of my friends was like kind of like. You know what pushed them over to go ahead and, oh, and get the That's vaccine. Awesome to hear. Yeah, I think especially in the black community, we are like, I don't trust the government. Um, mm-hmm. What's in this vaccine? But once you like <laughs> Nicki Minaj talking about, I'm gonna do my research. It's so easy to do the research and figure out what is out there, where the science came from to even create these vaccines. Um, so it's all laid out for you. And I again, it is safe, effective. And everybody should get. Wait, no. So when you were just talking right now, I remember I did not meet you during the gumbo uh, cohort situation. She literally ran into my fucking life. And into, oh God. like, yes, like <laughs> the heartbreak Was that the um, first time? relay. That's no. the first time I even seen you. Like oh. you did not exist before that. And she just showed up, not affiliated. Nothing. Hobson, because uh, well, we had that gumbo heartbreak relay so situation fun. at uh, Dunbar Park. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I do remember and that. And then she pulls yeah. up, right? And she and pulls up. Like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody <laughs> looking at her. Like, we all cheering for our little friends and everything. And then she come and just kills the track. I mean, from the get-go. And then, wait, and then leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and left. She's like, okay, yep, I did it. And then went home. <laughs> How did you even hear about it? I 
have ran with Gumbo before. I had gone to Track Tuesdays. Okay. So I was following Gumbo. I knew about Gumbo. Um, and when I first got there, I was signed up under Gumbo. But I was like, what? I'm actually not even... These people don't even know me. Why am I under like, Gumbo? I feel like Why you came out team? like a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like, like I, I recognize you, but I, yeah, I don't think I had like a full conversation yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Nobody asked her name. I was like, hey, girl, who is you? Yeah, I was like, I'm pretty sure. I was like, that's Anastasia. Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so. That was um, the illest fucking performance. Thank you I so much. Seen. You know what happened was um, they. So there was four of us running, right? And it was the 400. And I ran the 400 in high school and um, the four by four. I did like all sprints. And right. I love track. So anyway, um, we were there. It was four of us running. And we were all about to go after, I think, the men's. And I think it was Kiara. I don't think it was Paige. Paige and Kiara asked me, what lane do you want? And I'm thinking, okay, it's four of us running. I want lane one so I can see everybody ahead of me. I can see how fast I should go. They, Kiara was like, I got one. Somebody else got two. And Paige got three. And I'm like, okay, why you ask me what lane I want? Obviously, I'm, I'm in lane four. Oh, that's that's so I'm in lane four, the lane I don't want, obviously, because I'm in front of everybody. So that's why I took off so fast and why I was like killing. Well, girl, you never saw who was else. Okay, period. Like, <laughs> so, you ain't even had to worry about it. I, I didn't. So I took off extremely fast. Because again, I don't, I have never ran with these people before. I'm very competitive. I love track. I honestly ran very slow that day, but it shit, was, shit. it was, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. So, yo, that was crazy. And then from then, like, I would have recognized you. In a crowd of people, you became a superstar to me. Like that shit, that was just an unnecessary performance. It was unnecessary. It was crazy. It was fire. It was fire. I'm sorry, I had to bring that back because I I had to make sure that I let people know. Right. I had to say, wait a minute. Stasi ain't playing no games. I'm not playing no games, honestly, for real. I love, I love track. So, and that's why I love Track Tuesdays because it gives me a little taste of track, even though we definitely ain't doing no sprints for real. But any chance I get, I'm like, who wants to race me? Because me and Christian be racing. I think y'all were there. Obviously, Christian is a man, so he's gonna run faster than me. But it was that's not always the case. Well, you're right. But he's Christian a, is fast. in this he's situation. He's a, he's a, he's a, a D1 fast athlete. He also yeah. runs sprints, so he definitely gonna run faster than me. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, I um, yeah, I love track, so it was it was fun. Thank you for hosting that. And I got some shoes. I got a nice coffee book table. Coffee, it was legit. Oh, you got our gumbo media uh-huh. magazine. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, a bag. Yeah, that was a fun race. I mean, that was a really fun race. I think ultimately, like, we always wanted to do something on the track. And then we we're just like, okay, should we do this again? How do we do this again? I feel like y'all are going to do something like that soon. Must have uh, it on Sundays. Not something like that, but. <laughs> something like we that. Got, we got we got some, we got something, something you might be interested in. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, bring bring all them high school high school up. moves back and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yes, sir. So I mean like definitely keep an eye out because like after the marathon, I feel like between I feel like seven on Sunday's got you guys got some stuff. I don't even know what it is, but I mean I feel honestly like I can I'll, I'll talk about it right now because by the time this dropped, the sign up is gonna be up and stuff like that. Um like a couple of days after the marathon, but um, we're going to give y'all like two, three weeks to relax, chill out. But we, I, I, me personally, I want to cur- encourage y'all to continue running. Like the marathon isn't mm-hmm. hoping to end all and be all for a lot of the runners in the cohort or a lot of people running the marathon. So um, I don't know if you remember, Courtney, we had that Everest thing. Yeah. Um, I know. I've been waiting for y'all to tell me when the, the new date is. I'm yeah. assuming I, that's when I knew it was going to happen. I just. 
Yeah. So we yeah. so you know we canceled it because of the weather and then it faked us out. But so we're gonna be bringing that back. That's gonna be happening one of the days on the last week of October, like right before Halloween. So getting thirty seven runners together to do uh, some laps on the Blue Bridge, the 41st Street Bridge. And it's more of a collective run Mm. versus like a race because all of the mounds that you do, all the elevation from those mounds will equal up to the height of Mount Everest and stuff like that. So we'll do all of that together at the end, make it a little situation, um, probably some, you know, horse divorce and all of (laughs) that and you know, eat good and chill out and hang out. So we'll be doing that. That'll be the first thing. That's awesome. And then um, little, just a little welcome back from the marathon. And then in November, we'll be having uh, the Feed the Homies 5K. Oh. Yep, yep, which will have a um, a uh, some philanthropy mm-hmm. attached to it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. We're still working on what that is going to look like, which I'm probably going to talk to you and whatnot. But uh, yeah, that's... It's in the name, feed the homies. So we want to do some something nice for Thanksgiving for That's awesome. you know those who might have a tough time during that time. Yeah, yeah. But I want to I want to know more about you. Oh, okay, okay. So mm-hmm. I want to know first of all, like what, like how has your career in training for the marathon like been? I feel like how have you like because you do you've been traveling, yeah. You have your platform, yeah. You have your job, which you tried to you kind of alluded to before we got on the podcast, yeah. which I, I I didn't ask much more because I want you to explain it a little uh, bit. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> I just want to know like what's it been like these past eighteen weeks? Like where where have you been at? Yeah, I so I actually trained for um, a marathon in 2020. So okay. I ran a half in 2019. I ran a 10K in 2018. So I was like, let me do a marathon in 2020. And I was going to do the, uh, what's it called, race. It was with Heartbreak, I believe, where we were in a the woods somewhere. Or oh, they take the bridge or they had us running out in the street oh, and no, then the hill was, at the end? Oh. It was in 2020. They had oh. really cool medals that were made out of um, wood. That's us. That's Gumbo from the Fit. Yeah, that was and Gumbo. Edge. That was RLT. RLT. Okay, yes, that. It's RLT with Gumbo RLT. Fit and Edge. I couldn't think of yeah. it. Yes, that one. I was training for that one. Yeah. Alone, solo. And I think I was, <laughs> I went to Google to find a racing plan. And I was just doing it. I felt good. Yeah. Got up to like 17 or 18 miles. And then I realized, I should have asked. I realized the course was like a loop. And you would have to like, for the marathon, you have to run maybe like, Four or five times, like get up to twenty six. It was seven times. It was seven times. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not doing that. Mm. I don't personally. This is going to be my one and only marathon. I still low key feel that way just because it takes so long to train. Yeah. And I was like, I want it to be a special moment. I thought it was. I felt like it could have been special, but I just mentally, I knew I could not do that. It was hard. I mean, it, Ian said it was one of the hardest. It's the hardest experience. It was the hardest course, and it wasn't. I'm sure. I thought I thought the loops were going to be. Hard. So you ran the marathon. He yeah. ran that one. Oh, you yeah. did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought the loops were going to take me out. Yeah, it was the that hill. Un- the hills. It was all of the. We so hills. and the half was the opposite direction and was harder. Mm. And the marathon was no. the other direction. And but then he still says that the hills killed so. him. I don't think yeah. running down that hill was harder than running up that hill. <laughs> because like going out. Opposite- Are you angry, Ian? Yes. You know he's, I, yes. he's Every mad. chance that I get, I, I, I talked about it a little bit on stage. 
Like when they were talking about hill, and that's why I didn't do it. When they were talking about hilly courses, I I shouted out Robin. Yes, we don't need that many hills mm. because if you were not running down a hill, you mm-hmm. were running up a hill the whole time, the entire time. There were like I'll two say, places where you. Were I'll not say running. one thing. That's why Chicago runners are spoiled. This flat, this flat surface that we train on. To me, now after train, like even not even just like I don't know. I'm. I, my ultra is like nine weeks away and I've only been able, I've, I have to train on hills all the time. Mm. She has brought to my attention just how spoiled we are as runners here. Oh, yeah. And so when we complain about hills, I'm like, bruh, it's not that bad. Like we live in Chicago. That, he's saying that's different. It's though. flat. Pa- Even Paige ran in. She was hills like, weren't that bad. Ah! I know yes. the it's hard for us because we're low key. Like our sense of athleticism saying. is not the yeah. same. She said, "Y'all yes. out here in the, Chicago. Yes, yes. Okay. We don't have as many hills out of places." But when I, it was the frequency had the close proximity of the hills. <laughs> One and then the other, me. and then it was rolling, I rolling wish I hills. Could see that the rage in Ian's rolling eyes right hills. Now. <laughs> that he Listen, not let go. I literally <laughs> had to. I think the sixth time or the seventh time, Matthew Champa. Was at the bottom. First of all, the hill was so steep that yeah. we had a pair, uh, a paraplegic racer. Yeah. And she, the first time she went up the hill, yeah. she flipped backwards. No. Yeah. They had to like get her. Oh up, my god. Set her back in her chair, and then she had to go up the hill zigzag. Oh. She also busted a tire and had it replaced. Yeah. My, okay. Shout she, out to she her. She had a whole thing. She also how, did the half though. She yeah, did the half she, and the full. Mm-hmm. And I bet you she would say that half was the easiest going down that hill. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was a lot different than trying to climb. But going downhill when you're tired is kind of difficult, but it's not as hard as No, up. but it, the hills the hills weren't the same. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I think you went up the hill for the half and down no, the hill No, we for went the... up the hill for the full. Gee, I grabbed Matthew Champa. If he didn't run up that hill with me holding on to his shoulder like this, mm-hmm. like, I, there's no one where I would have climbed up that hill that last time. Wow. And then it was like one time where I was like, okay, let me get up this hill. Let me just power through the hill because you coming down into a valley yeah. before you even reach the hill. Yeah. And then you like, you get into this valley and then it's flat and then you got a little incline, then it's flat. Mm-hmm. And you, so you just using all of as much momentum as possible. Mm. And you get up the hill, right? And I was like, I'm at the top. When I get to the top, I'll just walk a little bit, mm. catch my breath. Yeah. Because I have to give everything on this hill. Right. I stopped running. And my legs just did this. Like, they just like noodles. Oh, and the only reason I didn't fall over was because, like, I got to keep running. Running was the only thing that didn't stop me. If I tried to continue to walk, my legs would have gave up. Wow. Hands down. Wow. That was the craziest thing I've ever done in Good my life. Good thing you didn't do it. Hell yeah. Yep. The Lord was with me. He told me, you mm-hmm. don't want to do that. So I stopped middle of my training season. I was like, I had gotten up to like 18 miles. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Um, but it wasn't because of the hills. It was because of the loops. But had I known... Anyway, so it was my first time training for a marathon, per se. Um, but this is my first marathon that I will be running. And um, it's been great. Like, I've really enjoyed the... Um, what's it called? The consistency, I guess, of having to go to track Tuesdays, having um, strength on Wednesdays, long runs on Saturdays. It gave my summer a lot of structure. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I was already disciplined. Like I, Because me training in 2020, like by myself, I knew I had the discipline to do it. Like I would get up every morning and run my miles. But having this with, you know, changing up a bit, not having to only run, but doing strength as well. Um, getting on the track, which I just love being on the track. So doing that was great. Having the community was 
amazing to me. Um, this most recent run that we did, the nine miles, the last nine miles of the marathon, I don't know what was in the air, but we were all just like loving on each other. We were just having such great conversations, just taking pictures. I had on a sports where I wasn't supposed to, but we were taking so many pictures, just having a good time. And we had to I walk back that. together. At, I like, love it was that. like a two mile walk. And we were all just like chit chatting because we usually... I feel like stay within the groups of friends that we know for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, But for that long run, longish run, we were all just like, and we had known each other this whole 18 weeks, but that I feel like was the first time we really got to bond. And so um, it's, it's been great. Like, yeah, unfortunately. What what, what run you said that was again? It was the the one last Saturday. The one that, well, we ran the last nine miles of the marathon. So I feel like two is an opportunity to just like, run and be like the marathon was very real in that moment I think for a lot of us Mm -hmm. like for me like obviously I had already ran in 2019 so I just felt nostalgic because I remember how I was feeling in Mm. in, like every mile and like passing like I saw friends who were like oh you're running this like as I was running it I'm like yeah and they're like because they were there for someone else and like just like things like that just were coming to my mind and I just remember just like every moment and it just makes me obviously want to run the Chicago marathon again yeah yeah, yeah. but um and I'm just very excited for you all and for me to just even run with you guys during that time was Mm -hmm. it was fulfilling for me but I also saw how fulfilling it was for you all yeah your sports bra doesn't matter it matters to the crew (laughs) we're sponsored by Nike obviously like they don't that like the story is uh Anastasia had a Adidas sports bra on. It's her mm-hmm. like it's clearly your favorite because you wear it a lot. Like it, you, you be wearing it like you I've seen, seen it, it before? Yeah, I've seen it before. Oh. And it's, it's very supportive. Yeah, I mean it's like everybody has their favorite <laughs> sports bra. Like that's one best one garment for women who are running, like any sport. It's like when you find a sports bra that you love, like that's that's it. Like it's like it's hard to like just switch it up. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, I completely understand this, but I'm not going to post it on our social media when we have Nike in the bio and you're right in the middle. That was, I don't really care that deeply. No, I, I, was I wasn't even going to bring it up. I thought it was funny. She brought it up like three times. No, I don't really care funny. that much. I thought that you do care because it was funny. It's funny. It, yeah, it's funny. It's funny. It's not that it's like, but it's like Nike has sponsored our entire cohort and has given our, our like, has provided the opportunity for a lot of what we've have experienced over 18 weeks. So it's like. Courtney's going to be walking around with black tape. Yeah. Run up. It's like, hold on, girl. No, like, it's just like, at the end of the day, you're going to do what you're going to do. Like, but it's like, just the, it's just at this point, it's like, that's, if you, if you fuck with Gumbo Fit, obviously you're going to know who supports us and, and we're powered by Nike running. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the same. Just, it is yeah. what it is. And that's how it is with, yeah. with, with Seven on Sundays. Like, yeah, like uh, I threw uh, Karen's shoes up on the, uh, the uh, lipo. Uh-huh. At the ga- game, at the pregame? No, not at the pregame. Oh. Um, uh, one of our runs, like, so we gifted some of our runners uh, some shoes and some Seven on Sunday tanks mm. and stuff like that. And so she got some Pegasus. And so I took the shoes that she was wearing, tied the shoestrings together and threw them up on the light pose. Like, you never run in the knees again. You only run in at Nike. Got it. But, a I joke. mean, that was a joke. It's a joke, but it's serious at the yeah, same I time. Mean, because it's, it's like, because even at the pregame, the dude from Topo Chico has some ASICs on and Coach Robin was like, we're trying to get this guy out of his Nikes. Because honestly, even too, it's like if you're on a Nike production yes, and if I you have anything that. on that's not, if you have they on, like we did, 
Gummo Media did the story on Frostgate for Nike. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And one of the people on the, like, behind the camera had on, like, some fucking, I don't know if it was Adidas, but it, I was Reeboks. And, mm. like, and it was a Reebok, like, shirt. And, like, the product, the director was, like, give him something else to wear. Because, <laughs> right. like, like, it's, like, if you think about any brand, it's, like, they don't want to see any other brand. That's just mm. what it is. At the end of the day, it's, like, they're not right. supporting us to see some other brand that clearly is our biggest competitor. Yeah. On someone that they've been supporting this yeah. entire eighteen weeks, and so, and so it really, I mean, it's just different because I think it is different though because you all, as owners of these organizations, are sponsored by Nike, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not like they gave everyone, all of us, like five sports bras. So right. I feel like it's not that crazy if the peasants like like me, I, I don't have. That many sports, you know what I mean? So I feel like with the, so then you're saying they would not be understanding, but no, they would no, not no. look at that because you'd be like, oh, so so she's not it's a sponsored just, So that's why I was getting to the point where when my story was just like, uh, uh, most of uh, a few, quite a few of our runners don't run in Nikes. Yeah, you know a lot of saying? the gummo fit people they, don't run in Nikes. Right, you know, and so what we what we're doing for the most part is really facilitating the introduction too, mm. because now a couple of those people who. We're running in Hoka's this uh, for a while. Mm-hmm. They got some. They got some Zoom flies, uh, mm-hmm. some Nexus sense or whatnot, or some of uh, the Pegasus. And they was like, I would have never bought these and tried these out. Right. But now that I have these, now I love these. I'm enjoying these. They're wearing them for a race day and stuff like that. But it's like, yo, you get me, Aaron, Craig, our little, you know, a little team that we putting together. Us, we gonna be in Nike. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Of course. That's who the relationship is facilitated through. Of course. Our runners who come out, like if like if you listen to now, if you coming out to Gumbo, if you coming out to Seven on Sundays and Nike is not just you, please continue to come out. Like enjoy the space, enjoy what we have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nike ain't in our ear like, hey, go snatch the uh such and such off of such and such right, right, right. in the store randomly in the store. It's not that type of energy. We welcome all runners. But, you know, when you pull up, just understand, you know, I might whisper in your ear like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Pegasus got that little crash rail, you know, it'll help you from leaning to the right a little bit. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be told. It's going to be spoken about. I think what I'm saying is different. Okay. That's what I'm Because I like that is, you're talking about your general public. Yeah. Right. But what I'm talking about is uh, like, because we're sponsored by Nike, when I post things on social media, I'm not going, I'm like, I refrain from posting other brands. So even if it, there's a runner in another shoe, like any runner can wear whatever they want. That's not the argument. It's just like, but if I'm posting something on social media and like the photo that you put, had on uh, that um, Kiara put on in our WhatsApp, uh-huh. amazing. I loved it. I'm like, that is the vibe of the whole running experience on Saturday. So I was like, I need to share this. And then I posted it because I didn't even notice. And then I was like, wait, fuck. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta figure this out because at the end of the day, when I speak to Nike, it's like, they're going to be like, they don't, they might not say anything, but they're also not going to, to like it. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, there's yeah. that. And then also they, Nike, when signing up for the cohort, it's like, we're saying you can run in whatever you want. You can wear whatever you want. Just recognize and respect the fact that we are sponsored by Nike. And that's part of the entire cohort experience. And so it's like, it doesn't matter if you decide to show up on race day and have a different brand on, just know that you know, if you want to be seen or if you want any part of like 
you know, high spotlighting and things like that, you're not going to be prioritized over people that have Nike on, which is it's unfortunate, but it's just a matter of the fact. And when I want to be able to like show people and the greatness of our community, I also have to think about all of the other politics that go behind it. And yeah, like I am fortunate and, and Ian, you're fortunate of having like things sent to us and we have all of these like Nike opportunities, but it's like, that's also comes with a lot of responsibility. It really does. <laughs> it's just like, it's not like we just wake up and we're just like, oh, we're Nike sponsored. Yeah. Life is fucking sweet. Like yeah. there's so much that goes behind it. And I think that that's something too, where like we've talked about this and I think I've alluded to it a little bit too, but it's like, all of this is so much work. I mean, you speak on it better than me. Like but. it's so much work and it's, and it's not, and it's like, we do this for fun, but it's beyond that. This is the work that we committed our lives to it. Absolutely. We could tell. <laughs> can't say, I, can't, yeah. I can't, cannot add on <laughs> anything drop. to that. That's yeah. where it's at. That's where it's at. So yeah, as many as many feet as I can put into some Nikes, that's where it's and at. And you also and have a store. Like, like it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm always going to give you shit about carrying books, but that's okay. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm going to do. It's, you, no, it's, the store you know, is, is just general as far, territory. Yeah, as far as last lap goes, the number one running shoe in the country is getting sold there. Because <laughs> okay. mugs need to come and keep my doors open and <laughs> stuff like that. But like, like we did our, we did seven on Sundays, we did our photos, uh, like, you know, it's like a photo shoot. And so for the next week leading up to the marathon, we'll be highlighting some of our runners on our page. So once it was running the marathon and stuff. Oh, yeah. I you saw know. you uh, highlighted Austin. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful. Awesome. Beautiful guy. Beautiful person. I've enjoyed yep. getting to know him yeah. and whatnot. But, you know, that's that. We know some, not all of them have a lot of Nike gear or honestly had any prior to this. So what do we do? We gave them the Aeroloft tank. We put them in some proper shoes and stuff. Um, and then for those who didn't have any bottoms to care that and stuff like that. But instantly, that Nike that Nike Aero Swift, they didn't know what that felt like. And the minute they felt it, it was like, all right, well, this is my race day shirt right here. I can't run in nothing else but this. Mm-hmm. Same for the shoes on a lot of them. That's that's how they feel. And that's that's the way I, me personally, I'm approaching with my, which you know, we'll respect anybody listening. It's probably different to what Courtney and Gumbo is doing and whatnot. I mean, it's, um, it's a like, lot of the same thing. Yeah, because I, mean, I know I, for I me. You're different because you actually have other shoes. You try on other shoes. I I started my running experience running in Nike. And no, I so, will not. It's like, and that's it. That's If you ask me for an advice, I'll just, I only have Nike oh, options yeah. for you. I'm sorry. That's real. Like, yes, experience it. But like, we know we have, we have runners that love them some Sauconies. I don't, I, wish, I don't get that. It's just certain things I won't wear. <laughs> they love them some Sockneys and Hoka. What's wrong yeah. with that? Nothing. Oh, nothing I, is wrong with that. So every time I'm I like, hear Sockney, I need you I think to say Payless. safe. Where would you to wear? He said Payless. Look, I don't. I don't agree. A lot of people. I'm, okay, see, this is me jumping <laughs> off my Nike bag and just saying, like, I I understand for those of you that run in Sockneys, um, y'all really like it. Straight up and down. I don't get it. We actually, we need to have this runner on so they can just plead their case. Tell me. Because they won't get out of them. Please explain. We give them Nikes and they say, great. And then you see them in Sockneys. Don't give them no more Nikes. (laughs) No. (laughs) Who is it? I I mean, let's just have them on and then let them Whatever. Let's look. Call their ass out. Set the hoe out. (laughs) Honestly, everybody, though, I think ultimately it's like, at the end of the day, it's a brand. 
and yeah. we understand. Yeah. So, um, but Come yeah. Out. Come run with us. Bring your other shoes. Yeah, <laughs> we'll still love you. Hell yeah. It's really no shade. It's really mm-hmm. no shade. Um, do you, so what do you plan on doing? Like, what's your prep going to be like for the marathon? Um, so like this week or like the day before this whole, the whole prep, what's coming to mind? Um, the whole week. So I've yeah. just been drinking a lot. I have water and Gatorade with me now. Gatorade, I don't know how, like, if I should be drinking this, but I like the way it tastes. So I'm just getting my electrolytes. Um, this week, <laughs> I love HelloFresh. So my mom put me on. I feel like it's definitely something aunties do. But I've been making HelloFresh meals, and there's like a lot of pastas. I'm eating. Oh, that. that's the joint where they deliver it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hate grocery shopping, so they like put all the ingredients in there. Um, it makes like two servings, so I live alone, so I have two servings all to myself, and just be eating good. Um, the day before, I'm excited for the shakeout run. Um, I'm excited for my hotel stay. I can just relax in a hotel bed. Where are you staying? I, I was just going to see, yeah, can we uh, ask you that? Yeah. This, this is Marriott downtown. You, I was going to be like, you staying in Nobu. But oh, I know girl, that's not right around the way. With what money? No. Okay. Uh, actually, it's really expensive to stay downtown. Right yeah. Now, it don't matter what know. hotel. You're right. They know. Everybody's they know. coming. They know. Yeah. I heard that a lot of people stay in the Gold Coast. Uh, um, Because it's people who aren't from Chicago, they, yeah. only, they only go so, so far. What do you mean? Just like... In Chicago, like downtown. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they they want they only go where they've heard it's safe. Got it. And that's the goal. Where they heard it's safe. <laughs> Somebody got killed down there recently. Yeah, you know, actually. they wouldn't believe you. Yeah. You know, I feel like you could tell these people that it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. Just watch yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Like why just get mm. mm-hmm. So you're staying but at yeah. in little, the Marriott? Marriott downtown, yep. Um, my mom is really big on YouTube videos. Also, my mom is my homie. Love her. That's um, so sweet. I've enjoyed watching your mom on your social media. Yeah, you really? guys are like, like she, I love she her champions pod. you. Like, <laughs> it's legit. Yes. Like, I love our relationship. She is my rock. So she loves YouTube and she sent me videos. Um, and so hmm. that's why I shared in the WhatsApp that miles 15 through 20 are like, Obviously, the hardest because you're getting extremely tired, but also no one is like over in that area um, to cheer for you. So I, the whole video was just great because he's also talking about getting there early, finding your corral, um, so just mentally preparing as well. And just I think the the last nine miles they ran together was excellent. So I could visualize um, again. The pregame was great to. He he visual, talked about visualizing the way. Case. Okay, but it also applies to like. I mean, he just put us on for manifestation. Life. Yeah. Like, because he said color. I said, word. I don't even know why I never thought of that. Yeah. Taste, smell, put on put on the outfit. Yeah. Like, I was learning. I, like, low-key, I was, like, I was hoping everyone else was into it because I was feeling like, you know, some people is probably not their thing. But oh, no. I was, like, word. We were all into it. I was, like, this is, you know, because you could get, like, He was talking about life. all of the things, like, a shorty with a hair wrap would tell me. I was... Yeah, I was here for it. <laughs> yeah, he could he could have he could have lit some incense and a sage, yeah, he and it would have been well. Yeah. He did really I like. That. I was honestly like, I don't know, I don't want to say surprised, but like, I I like took a lot from that, and mm-hmm. I've been thinking about it since. Yeah, same, me too. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have easily been hotel, <laughs> but he wasn't. Look at that guy. Easily, that, which which honestly kind of like changed my thoughts about hotel. Like, dang, y'all niggas really might know something. <laughs> I'm sure there is some truth to I mean, something yeah, that they say. Yeah, I think all. for me, it's the attitude. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm talking about hotels. Okay, let's move, <laughs> let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, I, 
I'm almost to a point where it's like, I'm kind of done thinking about it. I want to just do, do it. it. Like, let's yeah. just do this. You've been shit. waiting since 2020. <laughs> yeah, literally. So I'm very much ready to just experience this, to feel all the feels, to be in I'm going to be in pain. Because um, Loki, I'd be in pain after running 10 miles. Like, it's just going to hurt. So I'm just ready to to just do it, feel the energy. I love, like I said, I love track. I love racing. So I love competing. So I hope that also brings out just more energy because, yeah. and just like finding people on the course to like pass. And then that Ghost racing the entire time. I love it. Ass, next. And then <laughs> obviously it's not a race, but. I'm but it is. It, it is. All, it is. But I'm it's all that to my advantage. It's a race. Yeah. It's yeah. A race. When you go, when you go to check your results, it'll tell you what place you came exactly. in. Exactly. That matter. I mean, I will be one, what, 45,000 people. I'll be like in the They 30, break it down. They break it down by age group, gender, Female, and yeah, just Female. overall. Place. Exactly. So. I'm not ready for a time like that. I this is my first, maybe only marathon. But um, why do you say that? Because of time commitment. I I enjoy socializing, and now that I'm getting older, I'm 27, so I'm not like that old. But I enjoy like going out on Fridays, and I was doing it for a minute. She always went out of the country. until them the miles went. Sure, <laughs> okay, I, like, I can no longer partake in, in the streets. So I um, I can go out on Fridays, like. Tuesday and Wednesday nights are running. So um, there's not a lot of time to just like do other things. So, yeah. and it's okay. Like for this training season, I was happy to have that. Like I told y'all, like, it was really structured, but it's just a lot of time commitment. And then on Saturdays, the long runs are hours. And I personally, I'm a sprinter. Like I like running, but I like sprinting more. And once I'm running for longer than an hour, it's like, why are we, this is not fun. It's low key kind of boring to me. Yeah, so, I get it. Um, I could you see yourself in like the 10k half? Arena? Yes, so I could definitely do like half marathons, and those are fun. Um, getting a medal, being part of the race environment experience is really cool. So I could do halves, but once you get up to like 18, 20 plus I, miles, it's just so. Like, but what, what I mean, I just want to ask, yeah, what, why, why do you just want it? Is this a bucket list thing? Why did I do it in the first place? Yeah, yeah bad. And also, when I first started running these like longer distances, it was just to prove to myself, like. Oh, you got this. You can. You are that girl. Like you can do this. Because mm-hmm. as a sprinter, I never would run long distances. Like a mile was like oh, this is really far. And so after I ran the ten k, it was like oh, okay. What else? Like I like the the <laughs> competition, like competing with myself to see what I can do next. And I feel like after a marathon, what can't I do? Like I I did it. So I want to do like a triathlon, just to, like see what that's like. Because I'm not a good swimmer. Um, and then I'll probably just do one of those and then see what else. Mm-hmm. I probably will never do an ultra, but Ooh. I'll cap it out. A, a, I might, a, a I might, marathon. I might have something for you coming up. Okay. <laughs> I might have something for you coming up. So you like it to be cool. one and done. I think so. I think so. You just want to be like, did that, did, did that, that, did, did that. that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, so I guess, so you, so you like lists. I like lists. Yeah, sounds like you like I do check, like lists. you like to check off things yes. on a list. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way, very much. Um, so then, like, do you right now? I know you just want to get the marathon done, but mm-hmm. do you have in mind like one what you're going to do after the marathon, mm-hmm. and if and how long you want to check off the next thing in running? Mm-hmm. Um, after the marathon, I have no I've, other than a triathlon, which I could do next year. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the next thing then? That's, yeah. Okay. And, and then you might just be done. Yeah. Or I'll do like half marathons every year. Got it. I think those are very doable. 
So you, so you like to say fit. I like to say fit. You yes. need a reason to say fit. Yes. And okay. since like, I'm not, obviously you don't really, you can't like do a pickup track meet. So like, I don't have an outlet. So I just have to do that. I like volleyball. Love Lotto. Shout out League of Their Own. Yeah. yeah. All of these different sports, women just doing the thing. So doing things like that. Yeah. You can competitively run 5Ks too. That's yeah, fast Yeah. 5Ks. Oh really? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's fast. Yeah, it's a fast half That's run, like, but yeah, you can. There's do it. also mile races. Oh yeah. I still don't like running long distances, but that's like literally the shortest. I think five is is the yeah, one mile the, race. Oh, the the humble mile. Yeah, that yep. humble mile. That's yeah. like people come out and they race that shit. They race. That. There's the people who come out with their strollers, they but then like if the you're there to not play games, yeah, that is the race for you. I could try. I could yeah. try. I, I really mean it, though, when I say I don't like running more than a 400. And I also like to be on a track with... But you also talking about halves and stuff every year. You right. I'm just saying it's if like, you want to do a short If I'm going to do a long distance hey, look, run, look, I don't want to have to be sprinting. Stasi. And I thought I got to sprint. Stasi, I hear you. I mean, if I've I hear you. What? I see you. What? I'm receiving what you're saying. Thank you so much. I, we might have to talk. Okay. I might have a space for you. Okay. Somewhere. I'm ready. Sign mm-hmm. me up. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm with it. I'm with it, and I also want to just shout out you real quick because, like, just just today you kind of like really in your bag, and I want to throw you off with this compliment. But like, you like really in your little podcast bag. What? Just the level of questions and their follow ups. <laughs> it's like the it's way crazy. Ian is looking at I, me right now. <laughs> yeah, listen, the way I've been looking at you this entire time, I've just been so fucking impressed. It's like I, oh I feel God. like I'm off of a, a little high from yesterday's event. Killing I am. I am Killing the it. direct opposite. I've been drained all day. Like, <laughs> I went home and turned my phone off and went to bed by nine. That was my day yesterday. We were watching the grand, uh, the great British baking show and I was falling asleep before like the main, the last one, the last competition at the end. And I was like, we need to turn this off because I need to see what's going to happen. I'm falling asleep. And so I just like crashed. I got like 10 hours of sleep last night. Yeah, no, I did not. It's like the first time I've gotten that much sleep in probably six months. I've gotten wow. twenty hours of sleep since yet last night, but I've been I've been sleep off and on all day, like just mentally drained. Like it's the the level of effort it took for me to put together this ensemble. That you was see, crazy. I have two shirts on right now. Yeah. I changed my shoes just to make it seem like I tried <laughs> to take away from all of this. Y'all look good. Stop it. You know what I mean? Because I like I was like this. It's been like a mad to the end of this training season. Yeah. Like, I feel like this shit low-key drugged me through all the mud and, like, water and, Mm. like, gravel. Mm. But at the same time, I'm stronger for it and I've learned a lot about myself. You know, the coaches team has learned a lot. But, like, when I tell you this 18 weeks for me feels like I trained for the marathon. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I, like, but then, like, I feel like I trained for two marathons. Like, I don't even, it's just, yeah. 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 And y'all are listening. But I, like, it, I'm so happy that we're here. And I'm really ha- like, but then now after the pregame, I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to like get to the place where I can like chill a little bit. I yeah. love it. I, my, 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 my big thing, I guess, I was just fucking what I was trying to think of, but it's like, is the shakeout run on Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, like but you, luckily, like you have a lot of support with that. The fact that like Nike is actually helping you put that together and like Bodies you have like the, the street being blocked off and you yeah. have like actual volunteers and pacers and yes. stuff like that. That's yes. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. I could not, I would not have done it. Honestly, at the pregame, like I wouldn't have done it without uh, seven, my seven on Sundays family. Like Karen came through and helped me with 
Uh, she manned a boo. I was she even did. Yeah. I literally look. See, we wanted you to be like we wanted him to be co-host, but at the same time, I was like, Ian, you know, you're gonna have a table. How are you gonna do both? And I thought, and, and I, he's of like, oh, I'll just put I'm... Julius there. I got it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'm I'll like, be there. I'll be back and forth. I did not. I underestimated yeah. how much time I would be spending on this stage and doing all of those things. Mm-hmm. I underestimated. So she came in at the last minute. And was like, yo, I got you. Community, she, that's what it's all about. She's that's a parent. Great. She and was like, your 15 year old is not going to be able to handle that. No. And so she uh, came in, swooped in, shorty killed it, 38 sales. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, Period. I gave her very, because also I'm a nigga, so like, I didn't know what to tell her. So I gave her very little information on a lot of shit. <laughs> and she just pulled it all together yeah. and just sold stuff like I left got a business card right. in my in my bag too. She did I, it right. Gee, I, I did, didn't have them business well. cards for like six months. I ain't thought to do that she, shit one time. Also, that was all her. That was her. See, did. do you hear me? That was her. I, I wasn't going to bring no bags. I wasn't going to bring no bags. Wow. She brought, she, she was, was like, about to grab your the paper t-shirt bags. and all your goose and be like, yeah. good luck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Re- uh, recycle, fun. baby. We don't do bags. Like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, she was, she came prepared. No, that's awesome. Really Shout got out. it together. Had to like I, like I looked like I got her together because I set up the table and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like the the presentation was me, but the work, the effort. And she was quick with it too. Like she was, she was. excellent. Yeah. She had to be to like sell that much and mm-hmm. keep people interested and stuff like yeah. that. Like yeah, it was, it was. I hugged her like twelve times. I, yeah. I didn't know what else to do. Like, awesome. It was, it was, and then. She had a gyro waiting for me afterwards. Yeah, I saw you going was, in on it. Oh, I wasn't even going to enter. A gyro. Oh. I say euro. I'm about to say, now wait but a it's minute. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, don't sorry. Because the thing is, is, whenever I say euro, niggas be like, you mean gyro? And I be yeah. like, okay. I don't know. Yeah, this is America. Even, you just get what you this get. This is America. Get. You know what a Y sound like? <laughs> you see, this is the problem. With, see, this is Chicago. when the podcast starts to right, Are you a transplant too? Yes. You think I'm from here? Thank you so much. Where are you from? St. Louis, Missouri. I'm from Minnesota, so I don't know how, what that has to do with anything. I mean, not really. I'm from, I was born in D.C. I moved a lot, That's but I'm I from thought. St. Louis. Yeah, I thought you was from D.C. But you thought I'm from Chicago, so I'm Listen, fine. I had no idea that you so was a fan. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell my family. Thank you. Um, so, okay. So, I just want to know, like, what, okay, you said you don't know what you're going to wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You already know what the situation is going to be. Who are you going to be looking for? Are you going to be trying to run with uh, Paige? Absolutely. Like, my ace, Boon Coom. <laughs> so. Y'all going to be pacing each other. Yeah. But unfortunately, she's in a corral ahead of me. So I'm in like the last wave, wave three. But I'm in corral L. So I'm in the first corral of wave three. And so she's she in can two. come into your corral. Yeah. You can't okay. go to her. Okay, bet. So she's in she's in the last So she could just stand there and let you. people just like pass. No, she could actually go just into, go into my crowd. Oh uh, well uh, I know normally you this can is different. switch. This is twenty twenty one. Normally you can go backwards a corral to run with whoever run whatever corral you wanted to. Yeah. I don't know if they're like change the rules. Like this mitigating year. the amount of people yeah. in that space and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when y'all get there, because y'all still gonna have to get there at the same time. You can ask. You, okay. the, the thing has traditionally been you cannot move up, but, but you, you can, can move, move back. back. You're right. Yeah. So, okay. but with COVID, like he's saying, who I knows? Someone said, I don't know where I heard, but it was like once your corral closes, you cannot run the marathon. We were so, talking. We were saying that yeah, once your corral closes, you can't get in. But I'm assuming if you just stand there, because the corrals they move into the same space, right? So, so she just stays, okay, and waits for you to come, and you're right behind, okay. 
And her time will be messed up either, right? Because our time starts when we cross the start line. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Your chip gets activated at the start. That's really helpful because we yeah. low-key had anxiety about that because I no. have to run with her. Like, when yeah. we ran the 20 miles, it was difficult from, like, 16 to 20. 20. And I... <laughs> I was like, we were running so slow that we were pretty much walking. Where you feel like you're just feet walking? Yes. I was like, I'm going to just start walking. And Paige looked at me like, girl, what are you doing? I was like, "Ah, it hurts. And she's like, nah. Like, she was almost like disappointed in me. And I was like, you're right. What am I doing? (sighs) So then I started back fake running again. Yeah, that's the movement. You got to get up. Yes. But then we got faster when we got to like 19 when we got closer. Mm -hmm. So just Mm -hmm. having her there to like hold me accountable is just, Mm -hmm. I'm going to need that because it's going to be hard. Well, Oh, go sorry. Yeah, I'm nervous. But anyway. Well, I, I'm just like, I, I know you said that uh, that YouTube video that your mom found said that like there's no one between yeah. like 17 and 20 uh-huh. or 15 and 20. You'll still, there's still, People. there's not, it's not like it's dead. Oh. Because like, but that's, edge, why, that's why we're, that's we're why at we're 19, we're at mind. 21 or 20. Yeah, that's, well, I heard a lot of people are at 21, actually, but, like in Chinatown. Well, no, we're past Chinatown. Oh. So we're at, we're what, 22? Look at the map right So, now. but, Edge is at 17. Like, okay. where we ran from on, on Saturday, right. that's 17. Okay. So, like, you're, there's still going to be people. I know, right? I feel like that there's, was so- for me. For me, there was, like, a stint of maybe, two, like, a mile or two where there was absolutely no one. Oh. And it was where we, when we ran, it was, like, really random. And it was, like, there was that festival thing happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, like, yes, yes, there yes. was, like, a Over stage. Mm-hmm. You're, yep. talking for- about, you're talking about when you crossing the bridge, like, by Hawthorne, before, before you get before into Chinatown? Before yep. you cross the bridge. Yeah. Before the bridge. That area, that-, that was, like, I was literally, like, am I, I on the right course? I, no, I was, because I hadn't put my AirPods in the entire time. I was, like, is this the time I put my AirPods in? Because ain't nobody over here, mm-hmm. you know? like. Yeah. But that, it's no homes. There's nothing there. No one yeah. lives there. Yeah, yeah. it's, like, but between Pilsen and Chinatown. As soon as you hit Chinatown, which is within that time, I think I would say, I would argue... It's really not that big of a chunk of mileage where there's no one. Okay. It's, it's like maybe two miles, maybe three. Okay. But like, because once you hit Chinatown, they're lit. Yes. Lit as hell. Yeah. And then like, even like you cross the bridge, there might be another little moment where you're like, oh, there's less people, but it kind of might be nice. <laughs> and then you like, and then you, and then before you know it, there's a shit ton of people again because you hit downtown. Right. So, right. and you'll see us at like, I think it's like mile 21 or 22. We'll mm-hmm. be at mile, we'll be just past mile 23. Oh yeah, 23. Okay. okay. So like, yeah, you'll, so last, you'll see familiar 5K. faces. Got it. And stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. That, that, like she said, that's pretty much it. It's I really mean, not that. There's like, like a weird space and there's like a wheel space between us and uh, Cermak, because Cermak mm-hmm. is where the crowds are used mm-hmm. yet again. Yeah. Where it's a little light, you got like a medical tank, tank, tent, tent. Yeah, medical tent. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then, you know, some of that biofreeze situation. Yes, I'm excited. Right that now. shit, mm-hmm. woo, that shit uh-huh. will fuck you up in the best way possible. Because I, I remember like, because I, I ran in these like three-quarter uh, pants mm-hmm. and like I was having them put that shit on top of my leggings because uh. like you still want it on your legs but you can't obviously take your pants off and so but like, I would is that against the rules yes Listen. <laughs> You cannot be out here looking crazy. No. Right. Oh, you you cannot put your pants on to get some bio-free. No. You know, I wore my three-inch shorts. Yeah. You have chafing? Huh? You don't have chafing? I no. want to wear shorts. Let me tell okay. you. Oh. Like, I can I, wear, le- that I last, wear leggings. Like, that last station, leg. the bio-free is just a bucket of goo, right? And you just... And so it was just it was this white dude with the biggest calves I've ever seen, right? Mm-hmm. And it, like I was, I was cramping in places I didn't even know you had muscles, oh, right? Oh, yep. And so, which was like all really high up. Yep. No, nah, that man, that hits. man touched me like he was my doctor. <laughs> I was like, put it everywhere. 
Okay. He was up underneath, <laughs> under you know, and where the spandex meets the rest of I the fabric. It. You know what I mean? Just so you don't have to pull your pants down; they will go under They're your like, pants. He he yeah. did for me. Okay. So I mean, you can wear your leggings, leggings shorts like in Chinatown. I think, and oh, these little poor girls. I'm so sorry to this day. Like they had the spray cans and stuff. Yeah, I thought it was spray, not goo. It's both. So both. yeah, they have both. Yeah. But so in Chinatown, I had the spray cans. Like I literally like had to go behind the sign with the spray can and like spray up oh, in that okay. situation. Nice, nice. Okay. And stuff like that because yep. I, I needed I needed biofreeze everywhere. Good. Okay. Everywhere. Yeah, I can take advantage of all that. Like as many bio. It, it, I mean, I took if advantage of biofreeze like come mile 20 that was when I was like yes I think I got it like two times where one it was a can and they sprayed that shit and then the other one it was goo and that goo was nice the goo to me was great because it's like it's like, a little bit it's like it's size. thick that's good to know and, you, and my pants were just dirty afterwards oh yeah but like I mean they felt so great. there's more than one biofreeze station there's I thought there was several. just one several they, and, they, and if you, you look at the route yeah I thought there was just them. one you got one at 21 they should have more than one. No, I know I you. I hit three. Of them. I remember I at least had two. So the first one I personally hit was. Yeah, it might one. be a biofreeze like thing that's like a little bit more advertised. Yeah, so that then one, they might have it again, but it might not be like a full tent. Got it. So maybe it the big bio, like, yeah. the big biofreeze. They might have tent like their situation moment. is in got Chinatown. It. That's good to know. Yeah, but they have biofreeze at a couple different stops. But exactly. I would take advantage of it when you see it and you feel it. Like, yeah. And then okay. they and then if you if need goose, because if you do get like if you start feeling blah. That is, it just means you need sugar, mm-hmm, right? Like mm-hmm. those moments, like how you're saying with running that 20 mile. Yep. Like what I've learned even with running with Coach Robin, because I all get those moments where I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to run everything. Like, I just feel like I'm running so slow and my body just wants to cave into itself. Yep. She's just like, you need to eat sugar. You yep. need to eat caffeine. You need to eat like some carbs. So like they give out goose tour after mile 20, I think. Okay. At the, do you remember that? They have uh, they have like Gatorade goose that yeah, you can get. Gatorade, yeah, yeah, but they, they don't Gatorade give it to you until like the Those end of the last race. Few miles. So okay. they don't. You won't see none of that. You, the only thing you'll see is water and and like just liquids. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then you come to like mile twenty or even eighteen, and then after that you'll you'll start seeing like bananas and the goose because that'll be like the last kick to get you to the end. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm really excited to see you out there and like yeah. everyone else, obviously. Um, yeah. Do you have any plans with your family after? Yeah. Brunch, get lit. Did you um, did you put an RSVP? Like, sure did. Okay, because we were at the uh, last, were you on the check-in? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, y'all better put in these like these RSVPs, these little, you know, oh, yeah. open table reservations because these motherfuckers out here just, yeah. you can't go nowhere. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. He cannot go anywhere. It was still really open, though, so I don't know what folks are doing. Because people aren't in town yet. Oh, so a lot of of people come in, right, like on Thursday or Friday. Uh, And then they don't, a lot of people don't think about it. Yeah, made that because I'm trying to be shwasted. um, Because I haven't been able to drink for real because obviously trying to stay Stay moving. Mindset, but Stay it's moving. Help the legs and everything. Yeah. Don't just like sit and or go to sleep. Like honestly, keep walking. Oh, which sounds so crazy. I was going to take like a nap or something, but said, don't do that. I mean, if you want to, if you take a nap, you're going to wake up and you're going to be really sore. God. And like obviously, you're going to be sore either way. But I remember when we did 2019, like we got I hosted so people. Wasted. Okay, we <laughs> we got wasted, but we also like I hosted. 
the Gumbo Fit crew at that time, which was like, it was like six Smaller. marathon runners. It was yeah. 10 of us, I think, all together. Yes. But we all met at my house in my basement because I have like a entertainment thing in my apartment building. And they, um, and like, I couldn't stop moving because I was hosting and mm. I lived on the third floor. Mm. So I had to walk up these stairs oh, up and yeah. down and out into the bag and all that stuff. So the next day I didn't even really feel anything. Mm. And okay. So like the moment you stop, that's when that like, it seems like all of that. Yes. It just, you just start. That's good to know then. You know what I mean? So I'll stay like. Come, come to come, 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 yeah, come, come to the last lap. Last lap. Yes. Come out there. I'm trying to pop bottles. Like, yeah. I'm trying to be in the streets. No, you know, heavily. So, yeah. yeah. All of the bottles. Okay, babe. Yeah. Say less. You can bring your family, your friends. Yeah. Um, Great. Yeah. Hubbard Inn has a ticket for a free drink. I'm going to start there. That was part oh, of You should uh, about to be lit lit. lit. You know, and I Mike- think we, you, as a gumbo runner, you can actually go, you can pull up to the post marathon party that they have right there. In Grand Park, oh. yeah, like the marathons doing something. Work, okay. Yeah. Um. There, Mike said that he drank after when he drinks after the marathon, he doesn't feel it. Oh, interesting. So I'm like, that's weird. No pain. He does. Like he doesn't feel. He didn't the feel alcohol? like the alcohol. Oh, he don't get drunk. He said that he. Deb- it's hard for him to get drunk after a marathon. I'm like, that's Shh. absurd. I feel like you're just on a high and you don't mm-hmm. even know what what you feel. Jeez. I don't think that'll be a problem for me. Me and Courtney got. I don't know about everybody else. We got sauce. Me and Courtney got it so was, drunk. Carly has videos of us. I don't think that it was that bad. <laughs> no, you haven't seen the video. <laughs> we were so drunk. So drunk. I know, I know I, at some point. I, I was just enjoying the moment. I mean, we, yeah, we had so much fun. Yeah. Okay, so noted. We got to get you a bottle. You like, uh, what is uh-huh. it, Añejo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Casamigos or Don Julio? Uh, Casamigos, but I also like, what's the black brand? Out of Chicago. Tequila. John put Basil. Us, put us on. You said John, John Basil. Basil. John Basil. Yeah. John Basil. Tequila. What are you laughing Yes. That's funny as hell. Why is that funny? That would be a Chicago brand. <laughs> John Basil. Why is that funny? But yeah, that's Tequila. Uh, you know folks Look at this John Basil. I'm about to follow him. Oh, shaky. Oh, shaky. Shaky, turn that bitch up. Calm still. Okay. <laughs> John Basil. Yeah, John Basil. Give me some of that black. Oh, he does all summer. Ah, okay. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't really have any other questions. I don't want to hold you, but like, what's you, what are you thinking? Listen, I've, I, like I've said to so many runners, you know, and I, I truly mean it, even though how many times I repeat it. It's been beautiful to watch you from heartbreak to <laughs> race day. And it's it's been really awesome. I think you're a phenomenal, talented athlete. I could yep. hope yeah. you continue yep. to to run past this and whatnot. And and I see you collect more and more medals and whatnot. Now that I'm here about your love of track, like me and Aaron been talking about some things, so I'm gonna pull up on you. Please and do stuff like that. But yo, like we I, I know we love having you in this community. Thanks. So we need to show up. Thanks, please. y'all. Yeah, you've given us lots of laughs. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? The personality is always a vibe. Whenever you show up, I'm excited. <laughs> like, oh. You know what I mean? Like you and Paige are hilarious. Thanks. You know what I mean? That's I think one of my favorite people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you guys also like your personalities really like I think just like amped up the whole crew. Like you oh. you have very infectious energy. So like everybody mm-hmm. like when y'all were are present, people feel it and like the entire cohort I think ultimately like 
loves you. I mean, like everyone loves each other at this point. Like you're saying last weekend, like we find everyone kind of felt a moment of like, oh, this is coming to an end. Like and the bond just kind of shifted a little bit. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, thank you for being a part of this journey. Yeah. Thank you for having me for real. I also wanted to say thank you for, I don't know if we ever talked about it, but the fact that I was able to be um, in the Nike store I feel like that was because so y'all cool. put me on. Like they came to Gumbo, right? And they asked yeah. like, who y'all think. I don't know how what conversations were had, but yeah, like that was y'all. So I'm really grateful for that opportunity and just everything, like the community, the free gear, the support, the tips, tricks, all that. So I'm I'm really grateful for both y'all. And I know the work that goes into it. So thank you, thank yeah. you for having me. Thank, thank you, you for being here. We'll see you this Sunday. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see y'all Saturday. We're gonna see y'all Sunday. See you yes, all t- tomorrow. I'm gonna see. Pull up. Yeah, we look. You see each other a lot. I lo- yeah, but it's about to end. Don't you worry. <laughs> Before you know it, you're gonna be like, damn, I missed them. You're right. You're probably right, actually. You know what I mean? But uh, and also like yeah. I, I I I see why like they, like I, I I feel your vibes what? because in the last like three to four years, women from St. Louis have just been. Re- continuously oh, lighting up my life yes. in various different ways. Did they have micro it's braids something, or was it... Huh? They have micro braids? No, if they had micro braids, I'd be married. <laughs> but like, no, but like... Now, us St. Louis women, we different. Y'all cool as stuff. Yeah, like, y'all cool yeah. as shit. Like, yeah. all, like, every woman that I've met from St. Louis is just like, Cool as hell. It's the Midwest. Easy vibe. to be around. I no, I it, fuck with it. It's big St. Louis. That's so, what I always hear every time someone's from St. Louis. Bringing, keep bringing that. Keep bringing that energy. Yes, sir. We'll do. It. We'll you do know, it. I think uh, uh, Carly from St. Louis. Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. Yeah, I never really met people from St. Louis until I came to Me Chicago. Me and Faze from St. Louis. Word. I didn't realize Faze. I know so many people okay. from St. Louis at this point. Yeah. Christian, Loki from Ferguson. Okay, sorry. Okay, wow. Okay, yeah. Shout him out. Shout him out. (laughs) I'm done. Let him know. All right, then. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Runners Club podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're at the end of your run, amazing. If you're not, keep going. You're doing phenomenal. If you just cross the fucking finish line, I don't want to yell in your face because you're really close to the mic. If you just cross the fucking finish line, A for you right now. Like. Have a shot for us. Enjoy the beer. You did this. You're amazing. All of it. Like, Phil, take this energy with you. If you listen to this, and you